0: Welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Steve Barber. And joining me is the dynamic co-host himself, Dwaylon Davis.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: And I will have to say it is never a chore working with Dwaylon, ever. There's reasons why I, I say appreciate that. that. Well, there's <laughs> reasons why I say that. <laughs> I appreciate
1: that. <laughs> I, do, um, but, I, do my, I do my best to be easy to get along with. So. Yes.
0: Yes. And, you know, like I said, uh, I think in 30 years, 30 plus years we've never i don't even think we've ever gotten into an argument we may have had like disagreements yeah we've had
1: i mean we've had debates back and forth and might have had disagreements but yeah we've never had an argument
0: yeah i think even the rare political discussions we had yeah even if we disagreed we never raised our voices or anything no not didn't even do a caps lock on facebook (laughs) (laughs) so oh but tonight we are going to be discussing <clears throat> WWE once again releasing people and they have a new plan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They have a new uh, plan in place, um, which we'll, you know, we'll get into, but it's like uh, I just don't understand why anybody any any young person starting out in the business would want to work there. Yeah, I wouldn't. I get yeah. if you're already an established star you've done your work other places. And then this is your, this is your final destination. Like, you know, like AJ Styles, AJ Styles will more than likely retire from WWE. I don't see him going anywhere else because he made his name everywhere else. Right. And then came to WWE. I feel like to, you know, get the big payday and end his career and, you know, and that's fine. I like AJ wearing one of his shirts. Yes, you are. Um, but just like young up and coming people that are looking to break into the business, if I was them, WWE would not be where I would want to go with the way that they're doing business right now.
0: And you know, I was just listening uh, or watching the TNC Sports Dog podcast. It was it last weekend, I think and they had wrestler um, future star Stephen Kane. He's part of mm-hmm. you know the WF. Right. And well, he, I didn't realize he, he's also on my Facebook. He lives all the way in Troy. Troy is north of Dayton. Oh, wow. Yeah. He drives uh, two hours to get down to Bone Crushers.
1: That's, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And he's, well, you actually broke up just then. I heard that's, and then it froze. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know if that's my end of because I told everybody, hey, Get off the five yeah, G sure. get my, on
1: the Yeah, I'm on my other internet, so I don't okay I'm not sure if it's me or not.
0: <laughs> um but yeah, I heard that's an then it froze.
1: Yeah, I was saying that's dedication driving. Oh yeah. You know, I mean two and hours. He's,
0: he and he is one of the nicest people you could ever meet, but yeah, he's definitely dedicated to the craft. And he said there was another school up closer to him. He went through them at first, but just something was not feeling he just wasn't feeling it up there Mm -hmm. you know so he decided to go with bone crushers and bone crushers is established and it's got a very good reputation so right uh wwe i mean people got to realize i mean there are other companies out there you don't have to go to them especially when they're having a plan of where they're going to be releasing people every quarter
1: yeah like every yeah every 90 days they plan on evaluating especially like the the nxt and performance center rosters and they're going to basically you've got 90 days to you've got 90 days to be where they think you should be and if you're not then you're out the door
0: it's like it's like another season of tough enough yeah i mean (laughs) come on
1: and it's like they've they've (laughs) cut they've cut people they've cut performance center people who haven't even I don't even think they've been on NXT yet. I think they may have been on for anybody who doesn't know who you know, uh, they canceled two oh five live and replaced it with a show called I believe it's called Level Up. It's basically where they um I think it happens after NXT and it's where the new recruits get to kind of perform in the ring and you know get some seasoning and things like that which is you know a good concept but it's like how are you going to have this and NXT is supposedly they're you know true developmental now but then you're going to you're only giving people 90 days to improve to whatever ridiculous level you think they should be at and or they're out the door so why would i sign with a company to before i say this there has been people on twitter that are like well that's no different than uh you know, you get hired in on a, at a job and, you know, your 90 days probation period and stuff. And I'm like, I understand it in theory, but like what me and you do, we both do a lot of computer work mm-hmm. and things like that. That is completely different than learning how to wrestle.
0: How to be, yeah. How to be a professional wrestler. How to be
1: a professional wrestler mm-hmm. and how to play to the crowd and things like that, which. All of that is what WWE wants. They want you to be this entertainer and all that. And not everybody, not everybody learns at the same pace. Right. So
0: now, granted, if somebody's two years into it and they're still, oh, yeah. Now oh, that's yeah. a little different.
1: Yeah. If you're two years in and you haven't improved, then I mean, you just, I get it.
0: It's just not your, it's not it, for you.
1: Yeah. But if you're 90 days in and you're, you know, busting your butt and you're still not, and you're just not where they think you should be. I feel like give these people a little more time to grow instead Mm -hmm. of just it's not a I feel like they're trying to treat it like an assembly line. It's like we're going to get these recruits. We're going to bring them in. They got 90 days to show me something or they're out the door and we're just going
0: to cycle in the next batch. Like I said, tough enough. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, but before we really get into it, I want to go ahead and give our contact and listening info. Uh, If you'd like to email us, armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. If you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash armchairbooking podcast. By the way, my daughter says I, I don't say Facebook.com. I'm like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Instagram, you can find us also at armchairbookingpodcast. podcast. On Twitter, you can find us at, at Booking Armchair. On TikTok at ArmchairBooking. Uh, you can find us just about any uh, any audio platform there is, you know, thankfully through Spreaker, Stitcher's back to having problems again. But to tell you that mm, earlier, okay. for some reason it's reverted back to the old stream. Mm. And I don't know why I've even tried to update. It, so I'm going to have to contact them again and find out what's going on. But iHeartRadio is back and fixed. And we are so cool. sorry, iHeartRadio. I'm so sorry. I, I said those nasty, mean things about you. <laughs> but at the time, they were justified. Yeah, <laughs> but right. Now, but nothing out Everything's fixed. Uh, you know, so now you can, you can just find us. Just basically your, your main podcast uh, platforms, you can find mm-hmm. us. Uh, and if you're, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts, Go give us a five star rating. Go give us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, you can find our find our merch at tpublic.com slash users slash armchair booking dash podcast. And tpublic public is also where I got this shirt for the Bless Their Hearts podcast, some guys who we support and you know they've given they've actually supported us and they also run the true crime cast podcast, which if you're on their Patreon, which I am, they actually just released a story that I actually wrote for them. Awesome. All about awesome. a serial killer named Dean Coral. But and yeah, and I tell you, I don't know if you ever heard of them. Yeah, he's in he was one of the yeah, he was pretty pretty sick mm-hmm. in the yeah. 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 and depraved. Yeah. So you, you read about him? Mm-hmm. Is it, yeah. Ooh, anyway, uh, <laughs> but and last but not least, you can also find us on Spreaker. That's who actually who hosts us now. You can find Dwayne at fat underscore daddy73. That's his Twitter handle. You can also find him on TikTok at well, that you're Big and Fat.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Yeah, Is it, is it just, just at Big and Fat?
1: Yeah, it's just at Big and Fat. And uh, our YouTube our YouTube channel is the same.
0: And I believe I'm subscribed to your YouTube off the... I think so. Okay. So you can also, obviously, if you're watching this on video, you already know you can find us on YouTube. Let's look for Armchair Booking Podcast or Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I think you can, I've actually been able to find them under both. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that maybe it... I think so.
1: Yeah, I think that's everything.
0: Um, and I'm gonna have to order a new, well at least maybe not if not a new mug. See, you can get coffee mugs. This is a travel mug. Had an accident the other day and was had an accident with something else when I was cleaning up this mug fell on the floor. It must have still had coffee in it. I don't know if you can see.
1: That's oh, that's it.
0: That's not from the coffee. That's from a dog trying to get uh, to the coffee. Yeah. I'm a little mad at the dog. <laughs> I mean, it held, I mean, it still works, but it's you know I, I should probably take it and kind of file that down yeah. a little bit. But yeah, so uh, I don't know if I can get an extra lid, but I will certainly try. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could just get an entirely different mug with a different yeah. design and just. So I can make it's not like I can use both at the same time anyway. So right. Uh, and yeah, that is it for all that. So yeah. I think that's everything. Um, go listen to TNC Sports Talk. Go listen to the hill truth with Ted, the hillbilly hill. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. He'll spit out some truth for you.
1: Oh yeah. Um, he really will.
0: Very, very intelligent. <laughs> yeah. And definitely go listen to true crime Cast. Go listen to blessed, blessed hearts. And, and also listen to the brand new podcast called cubicle chat. Yep. Because Jalen's going to know all about that one on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So anyway, uh, all right. This whole thing about them releasing names and like we were just alluding to earlier, they've almost give, giving them like the 90 day probation period. I had the 90 day probation period at my job. I mean, I understand what that's yeah. like. Yeah, I you know? did too. Uh, I mean, and part of the thing, and I don't think they're necessarily going to say, okay, you have the 90 days because you may not be where this is, this is how I would do it anyway. You may not be where you need to be, but if your attitude is what, I mean, if you're working hard, and you're mm-hmm. given something to work with. Um, I mean, I would say, yeah, that would definitely keep them on. You know, I don't think it's a, you know, here's your milestone. But if somebody's showing the aptitude, if they're showing the work ethic that they can, yeah. you know, but at the same time, like I said, if two years into it and you're still trying to figure out how to do a, you know, a leg lock, there may be something wrong.
1: Yeah, I agree. The, my problem with, okay, releasing this NXT, the NXT talent, The ones that they just recently released. I'll, you know, we'll go through the names in a minute, but it's like, like two, three, was it two? No, two of the names that they released were involved in storyline. So now I guess that storyline just gets completely dropped with no, and the problem, the problem with WWE, there's no explanation. It's just like one minute this person's here, the next minute they're gone and there's no explanation as to what happened.
0: Okay, I'm turning it just for a second just to see if you see them when they drive by. Can you hear them?
1: I hear the sirens.
0: This might be a first for the show. Oh, there they go. Yep, there they went. Okay, they were going too fast to be stopping, so. Yeah. Because one time we saw them going by real slow. And they stopped at my other neighbor's house. Unfortunately, I remember the one night they stopped at my neighbor. Yeah, Um, yeah, and and I don't know if uh, the our listeners were aware. Yeah, my neighbor. Unfortunately, he passed away about a week later. So, yeah, Yeah, that one was per se. He was he was a good man too. So, but with all the like you said, with all these names, some of them were involved in storylines. Now those storylines are going to be unresolved. Yeah,
1: there's there's one name in particular that was extremely misused uh dakota kai yep Uh, dakota kai was you know a huge star on the independent scene she went by evie on the independent scene she started she started using that name when she was 17 years old uh and she's wrestled all over the world she's from uh new zealand and she has wrestled all over the world you know she gets to wwe She's been on NXT this entire time. She is a two-time NXT Women's Tag Team Champion. But it's one of those where she has watched people come in after her, win the NXT Women's Championship, get moved to the main roster, have success on the main roster. She's never been the NXT Women's Champion, never got moved to the main roster. And then here's the pettiness, I feel, just my opinion she had decided that she wasn't going to re-sign a new contract. They tried to get her to re-sign a new contract. She decided she didn't want to re-sign. She would just leave when her deal was up. Well, her deal wasn't up till 2023. So they release her. They release her on Friday. When she still got over a year left on her deal. Oh. So they so they release her. NXT talents only get they only have a 30-day non-compete clause. So she's going to get paid for 30 days, and then that's it. She's got to find, a, she's got to find work somewhere else.
0: Which I'm pretty sure she will.
1: Oh, I, I'm sure she will. You know, with, with the, the way women's wrestling is right now, there's, there's no shortage of places for her to go. I mean, she could go to Stardom in Japan. She could wrestle um, Impact, AEW, she could go to GCW. A lot, of, uh, a lot of women are wrestling for GCW nowadays. Um, yeah, she's extremely talented. I don't have any doubt. I have no doubt that she will land on her feet. I think it's just a petty thing. Oh, you're not going to resign. So we're going to, instead of letting you, you know, finish out your contract, we're just going to release you now.
0: Yeah, we're and not going to... W- it's almost, almost like... In the NFL or, or the NBA or, or even or baseball, where somebody's in a contract year, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you know, that's when they really start playing hard. Yeah. For some wrestling, you don't really see that, but yeah, it's kind of like that. But so they're not going to give her a chance to show off her skills in their ring for exactly. Balance guys. And
1: I mean, like she they paired her with right. Uh, well, it's Raquel. It's uh Raquel Rodriguez. Now she's on the, the girl, there. the
0: new girl. And yes. okay, yeah, she looks she like was, she's supposed to be really good.
1: Yeah, she was on NXT. She was uh, she was tag team champions both times with Dakota Kai. She went on, like she came in and was partnered with Dakota Kai. She went on and won the NXT Women's Championship. Another one of those cases where people are coming in after Dakota Kai and winning championships that she is more than talented enough to hold. And then you know Raquel gets sent to the main roster, and they're just not doing anything with Dakota Kai, and then they release her. Uh, Malcolm Bivens, who is another one, he was the manager of a, uh, the stable Diamond Mine. It was uh, Roderick Strong. Uh, there was a girl in there, and I can't I can't think of her name right now. Uh, and a tag team called the Creed Brothers. <coughs> he was their manager top level manager i've been i've been a fan of his since he was uh stokely hathaway in ring of honor he was a manager okay. there he he managed moose in ring of honor Moose, um, and uh he's great his and if you don't follow him on twitter you should is he absolutely oh yeah absolutely fantastic
0: is he like iron Sheik or is he um uh he's
1: he's more like nyla rose he's like that okay that level but uh so Malcolm Bivens
0: all right yeah um,
1: but right. He, he is he is fantastic on Twitter he was another one that you know he's great in the manager role and he but he was another one who did not who decided not to um renew his contract he had he had informed them when they because they tried to get him to sign a contract in February a long-term deal and he said, no, he, he, he did a short extension to help them out. And then they released him on Friday and he was another one whose contract didn't, wasn't up until next year. So
0: it's I like, I can't find him. There's all sorts of spoof accounts and fake accounts.
1: I'll find him and send you the, okay. And send you the link to it. All right, um, but uh, yeah, it's like, how can you, I just don't get... Just let them work out their... Just let them finish out their contract. Yeah. If if they're not going to resign, that's fine. Nobody, you know, nobody's obligated to resign to WWE. If they feel like they can do better somewhere else or they just want to do other things, just let them finish out their contract and go. Like, people give AEW crap all the time about, you know, like, about Joey Janela and Marco Stunt weren't on TV, and I think Jack Evans was another one. And it's like, they were... You know, they were, imp- they were extremely important to the building blocks of AEW. Mm-hmm. But with any other sport, it's the same thing. Things move on. Mm-hmm. And after a while, it's like, you know, we don't really have anything for you. But at least AEW honored the complete contract. Yes. And, le- and they, they were able to work until they completed their contract. That way, AEW didn't release anybody. They just paid them out. You know, they paid them to the end of their contract. WWE is just cutting people loose. And it's like, oh, well, here's your month. Here's your month of salary or your 90 days of salary, depending on if you're on the main roster or NXT. And then good luck in your future endeavors.
0: I was looking at the calendar. I was going, okay, the, she was released <clears throat> on the 29th. And mm-hmm. I started counting, you know, the 30 days from that. And the 30 days from that is... um course the 29th of may Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which is the day after revolution rising Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm thinking that'd be kind of cool you know if she could get her in that um because with the nwf it's it's the nwf and um another organization like the is it pwga yes professional wrestling pro wrestling girls it's like wrestling women and girls together is the actual um, uh, name of the company, and uh, I, I literally just saw where they had posted uh, one of the one of the banners. Um, let me see. Looking on that, and sorry, folks, for being boring. <laughs> but I just went and mowed my grass earlier, and. Um, Nope. Oh, PGWA. Professional PG, girls PGWA, wrestling. PGWA, Okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's Professional Girls. What did I just hit on here? Make this thing come up. Um, so let me find out what that is. But like you're saying, release them and I just the whole quarterly thing though. And we know, I mean, we and we know because we know why they're doing it quarterly. It's going according with how how their stock is doing. However, their mm-hmm. stock isn't. Yeah, they're like, well, we're making profits every time. Yeah, you're making profits because you're cutting payroll. Yeah. That's a not a good business model, dude.
1: Yeah, it's like we're making record profits. Yeah, because you're cutting your workforce.
0: Yeah. And do y'all remember what happened at WrestleMania or the Rumble? You cut so many people, you had nobody left. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Well, the, the people, the 10
1: people that got released from NXT, Dexter Loomis, whose real name is Samuel Shaw. Um, I watched him in uh, TNA. He was there for several He was in TNA for several years. Uh, he is storyline. Dexter Loomis was married to Indy Hartwell. Uh, okay. and now, Indy Hartwell still there. Dexter Loomis has been released. So, you know, they're just never going to mention that again. And <laughs> just, and yeah. we're supposed to be like, you know, where'd her husband go? Where'd her storyline husband go? But uh, he was also one, he was in a feud. It was her, it was uh, her, and um, it was Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis were in a feud with uh, uh, Persia Paroda. Per- I think I said that name right. Um, she was matched up with Duke can't think of his last name but they were in an ongoing feud these two couples were and now you (laughs) were were now now you get released and they're probably just not going to acknowledge any of it and just pretend that and and the thing is (sighs) it's like everything's on the network so if you go back and watch and watch week to week and then all of a sudden it's like what happened to this storyline where to go like because it's like there's no resolution to this because you release two of the picture, the two of the people. Um, Persia being released sucks because she moved here. I'm trying to remember where she is
0: from. Carota. Um, that sounds Italian, maybe, or some kind of Latin. She's origin? Australian.
1: She's Australian. Well the I was,
0: character I was way her, off. Well, her her real name
1: <laughs> Her real name is Stephanie uh, oh. Delandry. That okay. was her Persia is her uh, storyline name.
0: All right, WWE, y'all suck for doing that to me.
1: Yeah, but she's she's from Australia. Moved to the United States. Had just bought a house the week before she got a, got released. She moved. She moved to the United States. Bought a house in mm. Florida, so she'd be near the performance center and you know all that stuff, and. A week later, she gets released. That's the kind of crap I'm talking about. It's like and you expect these people to uproot their lives. And then when they do, you're at a whim. You're just like, oh, we don't need you anymore. Sorry. I know you just bought a house and all this, but.
0: And she's got work visa issues, possibly. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, Vince, or who's the, um, obviously it's not Tony Khan. Who's the con in charge of? Nick Khan. Nick Khan. Yeah. Okay. Nick, you cannot always think of things through the lens of a businessman because these are human beings you're dealing with. Yep. And yeah, I do get. I mean, you sometimes you do have to make the tough decisions. These decisions don't seem like they're that tough for you.
1: No, it just seems like these are names on a spreadsheet, and it's like we can free up that amount, and free up that amount, and free up that amount, and it's like cut these people because that's the amount of money we need to free up right now.
0: And, and I mean, they're just going to people and just releasing them because I, I can tell you right now, the company that, you know, where I work, my shoot job, you know, I look at numbers like this all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And even though we know our, we, we are ideal number of people like during certain times of the year are going to be higher or, you know, lower. If we just happen to be over, we're over. You right know, i mean and we try to get it because we know they natural attrition i mean people do move on to other jobs or they move mm-hmm. they move departments things like that yep. you know? but it doesn't always happen the way that we would like it to right and sometimes they do actually talk to people like okay there are too many in this department but not enough in this department and they're very related can you move
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know and uh with the wwe it doesn't seem like they're doing that you're just walking hey you with the, um yeah you just had the housewarming party yeah. yeah. Um, you're out. Yeah. You're out. HR, yeah. you know, HR wants to talk to you. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's just horrible. Yeah. I mean, and you want to make people not like your company?
1: Yeah. Treat that's them like to it. Do it. Yeah. They did the same thing to, uh, he goes by Jonah now. He was in NXT. Uh, his uh, NXT name was Bronson Reed he's uh he's from Australia also. I remember that so name, yeah. Big guy like Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like shorter but that that Vader type build.
0: Yeah, the name Bronson uh, actually just screams big.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he had just bought a house. He had moved his fam moved his entire family from Australia to the United States so he could be here full time and you know and wrestle he was even the uh, the NXT North American Champion. He had just recently bought a house, and then a few weeks later, he got released. Like no reason for his release because he was over with the fans. He was he was good in the ring. I mean, he's an awesome big man. He's at, like I said, he's in that Vader mode, where that mold, where just a destructive force. And it's like he's back. He's in Impact Wrestling right now, but he's still you know, with impact, you still get to wrestle other places. And he's just, he's tearing it up right now. But that was another case of, it's like, oh, well, we need to free up your salary. So sorry, you just moved, uprooted your entire family and bought a house, but we got to make that, we got to make those quarterly projections. So
0: do they have an undeclared salary cap or something?
1: I I have no (laughs) idea, but it, it looks more and more like it every time you see the releases. Uh, another release was Harland. His real name is Parker Boudreaux. People were, com- when he first came in, um, people were, com- you know, comparing him to a young Brock Lesnar. And I thought that they were just going to have him go in, you know, as himself and, you know, to see what this, this kid can do. No, mm-hmm. they bring him in, they shave his head bald. They have him stand in the, in the audience, just like he's some, you know, B-movie horror, horror movie villain, <laughs> and just stand there. And he, do, he hardly talked. He was just supposed to be this big menacing monster. But then they turn around and say that, well, he's not developing. Uh, they said that he had not progressed enough in the ring for their taste. Well, you kind of have to put him in the ring more often than Mm -hmm. have him. I mean, they they just basically they had him in squash matches and then he was they had him aligned with Joe Gacy. So he was pretty much Joe Gacy's heavy to do, you know, to do all the the beatdowns and everything. And then in the middle of this storyline that Joe Gacy's got with Braun Breaker over the NXT title, they just stop having Carlin on the show. And then now he's been released. But he's, I think he's fine with it because he put on his Twitter that Parker Boudreaux was back. And so I think he's, I think he'll be okay because he's got some talent. He's young. He's got, you know, he's got time to develop. But it's like you, you can't say that somebody's not developing enough when you're not giving them the opportunity to develop.
0: Exactly. And, Also makes me kind of wonder, they're saying they're not developing enough and they're not putting them in the ring enough, but Aziz has wrestled how many times on TV? Uh,
1: He's had seven matches and uh, seven televised matches in, was it five years? Something like that. Something like that? Yeah.
0: I, I mean, it's ridiculous because I remember they first showed him, it was at the greatest Royal Rumble over in Saudi. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, the big dude, you know, on one side of his tights, he's got the Polish flag; those got the Nigerian flag because, yep. that's you know, he's half Nigerian, half Polish.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I'm like, okay, that's an interesting combination. Yeah. And he's he's seven foot tall, like legit seven foot tall, mm-hmm. moves like a cat. Yeah, and they brought, when they finally brought him you know to the main roster, I'm like, finally, 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 and mm-hmm. they just have not done anything with him.
1: Yep, fed him to Omos pretty much.
0: Which is ridiculous. They should have put them two together.
1: Here's the thing, though. They're talking about these people in NXT not progressing. Omos is green as grass. Yeah, he's just big. He's just big. But he growls. yeah. Yeah, but it's like, he's not any... Here's the thing. He's not any better now than he was when they first put him with AJ Styles. Nope. He is still... I hate to say it, but I feel like they're going to have another great Kali on their hands. They saw saw this giant and they're like, oh my god, he's huge, so let's push him to the moon. And it's like for every Undertaker or Kane you get, you know, that, for me, it's like there was a generation of big men that could work. You had your Bam Bam Bigelows and you had Mm -hmm. your Baiters and your Undertakers and your Kanes. But then you also get your great colleagues and your Omos and guys like that. It's like just because they're big
0: doesn't mean they can work. Right. Yes. I mean, Andre was an attraction because you did, didn't did see guys that size at the time. Right. Omos is one of at least three guys right now in the WWE who are mm-hmm. legit seven footers. Yep. Him, Aziz and Shanky.
1: Shanky. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, not not Shanky. Uh, yeah, actually Shanky on SmackDown. Uh, how tall is uh Veer?
0: I don't think he's seven foot tall, is he?
1: He's not that big. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, Shanky, yeah, Shanky. So, but even if Beer's not, they still have three legit seven footers on there, but none of them can work.
0: Right, because they're... Well, Aziz has been wrestling enough that he should be... He should be. His may be more of a case of they don't want him to work. They just want him to be the
1: intimidating big man. But... Right. Omos can't work. I mean, it was smart to put MVP with him to be the mouthpiece. But And he may get better, but I don't know. It's just... You don't see that error of big men that can work like you used to be able to and that also putting in that list uh not legit not legit seven footers but just big men that could work big boss man ray trailer could work uh one man gang could work Work. you know guys like that you know like i said you're bam 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 bam, Vader, Undertaker, Kane, guys like that, you know, but now it's like they're falling back into that trap of like 2009, 2010, where it's like, we just got this big body and everybody's supposed to work around their deficiencies and, but we're going to feed the entire roster to them, but to make them look good, but they're just not going to get any better.
0: And you know, if Taker was still wrestling, he would have probably already said, Omos oh, is too green, not going to work. Mm-hmm. He needs training. Aziz, get him in here. You know, there's, he's got more experience. So you need to actually develop that more. Uh, Shanky, you know, he, and they're burying Shanky, which is a shame.
1: Yes. You know, I'm, um, I love Ricochet, but there's no reason that Ricochet should have beat Shanky.
0: All right. And I'm glad to see Ricochet finally getting a push. Yeah,
1: I'm, gl- I'm glad but... he's getting a push. But it's like, I don't, it's just, just doesn't make sense to me. It's like, no. you got this monster over here that you're wanting to push as a monster. But then you have him get
0: beat. By all the a guy time. that, all the time. On, on, on TV. On TV, all the time. And that hurts their stock. And for anybody who says wins and losses don't matter, they do to a certain extent to where people are going to pay to see your character win. Yeah. People don't call, people only people only pay to see somebody lose.
1: If it's a bad guy that's been winning and needs to get their comeuppance. Right. That's when people pay to see somebody lose. They pay to see the bad guy finally get theirs and get their butt kicked and the hero prevail.
0: And I think Shanky, him being with uh, General Mahal, of course, uh, automatically they're bad guys because General Mahal, I mean, he he is actually a great heel in my opinion.
1: I think I always thought he was a great heel. I think he was given – people give him a bad rap. The problem was he was given garbage to work with during his Mm -hmm. championship run. You know, personally, I liked when he won the title. I liked when he beat Randy Orton for the title. It was somebody new. Mm-hmm. It was something you weren't expecting. He carried himself like a champion. He looked like a champion. He, because I mean, he cut, dude was cut. Man. Yeah, dude was cut. I mean, whenever he came out, he was always dressed, you know, dressed nice and everything. He always looked the part. But they gave him garbage. And they especially in that feud with him and Shinsuke, they gave him I don't know how they got away with what they were saying on TV because they gave him some disgusting things to say. Yeah, about Shinsuke Nakamura's heritage, and it's like every you know, it's like this is not 1984. Just because they are of a different descent does not automatically make them the the evil foreign heel. And they sh- yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what they do I mean that's what they used to do in the 80s anybody that was not from the United States was an evil foreign heel and Vince never lost that you know that mentality he's, he's, still, he's always done that
0: aha finally found it I'm not going to play it I will send it to you because you just reminded me you know I was talking about the, a promo that Greg Valentine did Mhm. a long time ago i just found it i will send okay. it to you okay uh it's actually titled greg the racist valentine <laughs> but anyway uh veer is six foot four by the way
1: oh okay he just i guess the hair and everything he looks maybe, maybe. Or, or the yeah. way they shoot probably the way the camera shoots him and stuff yeah. too so but um
0: yeah he's kind of like fletch you know he's he's actually six foot you know six four with the afro yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah th- those of you who don't know that movie, go check it out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's see who else they released. Um, Draco mm-hmm. Anthony, who was an NXT talent. All these are NXT talents. He was he was on TV a few weeks ago. Um, Raylan Devine, uh Vish Kenya, they were new prospects. Uh, Mila Milani, new prospect. Uh, Blair Baldwin, she was a referee. All these people have been released, got released on Friday, and all of them will have a 30 day non compete clause, and then they're then they're able to compete. You know, they're able to work somewhere else. But it's like
0: that's ridiculous. I mean,
1: it, it is. It's... I mean, your rosters, your your main your main roster. you both your you know Raw and SmackDown your rosters are threadbare as it is. Yeah. Then you're going to gut your de- developmental, and this is where you're supposed to be developing the next generation of talents to fill the main roster when the time comes, and you're just cutting people loose. And especially if they go through with that, doing it every, every, quarter, every quarter, then what's the point? It's like, what's the point of having a developmental if you're not going to give them time to develop? That's the whole point of developmental.
0: No, I could not imagine that the company I work for, if they they said, okay, every quarter we're just going to release people. Yeah, but you you have to have people to replace them because you know at least in our case, I mean, and it's not a wrestling company, obviously, but the work is still there with wrestling. Mm-hmm. The work is also still there because mm-hmm. they have obligations. They have Raw. They have SmackDown. They have the NXT show. They also have their premium live events and they have the tours over in europe which i get They think they're just coming back from now
1: yeah Uh, yeah
0: and you know so they have all all this work that has to be done and not only that but i mean they they also have appearances they have to make Mm -hmm. you know for autograph sessions and you know um you know some and sometimes i mean they do end up going to like some of the comic cons and the fan fest and things like that you know now that one is kind of a um kind of a weird touchy subject when it comes to that with mr man some of them can go do the fan fest mm-hmm. but not all of them can yeah but if you don't have anybody on your roster i mean look at the rumble look at the people who were in the the rumbles the men's and women's that really shouldn't have been you're right you know shane yeah. for one yeah Yep. Yeah. and you look like, well who else could it put well then you know it's Slim Pickens right now, mm-hmm. and then came time to WrestleMania. Of course, in between the Rumble and WrestleMania, they released more people.
1: Yeah, and, and then and then you get these throwaway matches at WrestleMania, which is supposed to be the Super Bowl of professional wrestling, is what they like to promote yeah. it as. And it used to be, and it used to be, and it's the big, the absolute biggest show of the year. And then you put a bunch of throwaway matches on it, like this is like. WrestleMania 10 and it's like so like you said with the rumble you can't you can't gut your roster and then oh well who we're we gonna put in the rumble uh, maybe all the people that you fired they could have had <laughs> yeah. spots in the rumble like the women's rumble quit bringing back all of these you know all of these you know quit bringing back all these legends and let some of your new talent get some time to shine yep. quit quit trying to piggyback off of people's name recognition, and you've got to build you've got to build to the future, even John Cena has criticized them for not building toward the future, and he's like it's he's like you can't do business that way. John Cena's bulletproof now, so they can't really what right. are they going to what are they going to tell him? You can't say stuff like that and we're like. I don't even work here anyway, so... You no, know, I... <laughs> th- th- yeah,
0: there are a few people who can get away with doing kind of whatever. Cena, The Rock. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. Stone Cold. I mean, he might be I, He, pro- I think he said, he, he said some stuff, but... He said some stuff, but, yeah. But
1: it's like, when, when John Cena's saying that you're not building to the future, you have an issue because, you know, he was the man for like 10 years. Yeah. You know, he was the face of that company for 10 years. And if he's telling you that you're having a problem building stars, stop and listen. Yeah. It's not that, it's not that hard. It's like you want all these casual fans in and you want to have all this mainstream coverage and all this, you know, be at the top of pop culture like they were, you know, in the late, late 90s and early 2000s. And it's like, but you can't do that when you're not giving people time to develop into the stars that you want them to be.
0: And, you know, you're talking about it being in pop culture. I was even talking to someone yesterday at church and we are talking about the podcast and, mm-hmm. and I actually mentioned, oddly enough, I was actually wearing this shirt yesterday. as well, <laughs> up underneath my, you know, because I always wear um, just kind of a pull of polo shirt. You yeah. Know, when I go to church. And, but I mentioned, I in and, and how I came to listen to this and well, these guys, they were actually on Jericho's podcast. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I said, Chris Jericho. She's like, Oh, I remember Chris Jericho. And <laughs> you know, uh, so she knew him as a wrestler, but I also mentioned, by the way, he's also a rock star by the way, he's also a podcaster by the way, he was also dancing with the stars by the way, mm-hmm. you know, he's done a lot of stuff, but I mean, he's one of the ones that it's kind of stayed with pop culture. People go, Oh, I know Jericho, you know, and, um, but right now I, I don't, you know, I think I don't think there's really a, a logical explanation for any of the things they're doing because I cannot imagine imagine running a company where, by the way, we're just going to churn people out every ninety days, and you know, and I, and it almost sounds because it is the quarterly thing. Mm-hmm. They know, okay, you know, the the whatever quarter this is, the second quarter just started not too long ago. Mm-hmm. You're going to run it, run it, run, it, and awesome, boom, mass exodus, mass incoming. And that is not a way to run any kind of business, much much less an entertainment company. And and the thing is, it's like,
1: what does this do for the morale in NXT? When, you know, when you hear that, oh, well, you know, it's already to the point where you know people have got to be like, well, nobody's job is safe. Anybody can get released at any time for no reason at all. And then you've got this edict that's coming out talking about well more we're probably going to start doing releases every quarter it's like why am i going to put in all this work and why am i going to move my family here and do all these things to you know be loyal to this company that has no loyalty to me
0: right and that's one of the things to run any kind of company always take care of your employees Mm -hmm. you know that's the way uh when i was still in the military you know some of the best supervisors best senior ncos commanders i had were the ones who said i'm going to take care of the airmen you do that the mission will take care of itself exactly you know you have have yeah like you said in, in any
1: job if you have if you have good management then the
0: people are going the people
1: are going to work harder for you if you have good management
0: And if they think the fans are going to stick around as the product, I mean, the product will start suffering. It will start mm -hmm. getting mediocre. What happened in 95? And yes, I know this is going, you know, 27 years ago.
1: But still, yeah.
0: I mean, it could happen again. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, it happened in 95. It happened in once the ruthless aggression era kind of ended before, between the end of the ruthless aggression era and the beginning, uh, when CM Punk did the pipe bomb, right. All that in between was very mediocre. It was extremely hard to watch. There was no, yeah. those, not too many bright spots. in you know, as far as WWE programming is concerned, and I feel like they've they've gotten back to that point where there's not a lot of bright spots. Pretty much for me, if it's not, if it's not Roman and the Usos. I don't really care because that's right. really the only interesting thing they've got going right now is the bloodline.
0: Yeah. And I like edgy styles. I, I yeah. like, R, I like RK bro. Yeah. Um. And uh, so who are some, of, some of the other ones that I haven't, it, this is pretty sad when I haven't even really been watching as much lately. I've been catching like the replays.
1: Yeah. I just you watched know? the, yeah, I just watched the replay clips they post on you on their YouTube channel. That's, I mean, that's enough for me to keep up with what's going on unless there's, Something like when they had the, the women's gauntlet match a couple months ago. Right. I did watch it in its entirety because it was really good. But those are, it's stuff like that. Like the match with Charlotte and Naomi was an excellent match. But they do that so it, so infrequently that nobody wants to watch on a, on a consistent basis. I watched Rampage. Uh, uh, this morning from Friday, and it was a good show all the way through. I mean, Rampage is not always, you know, great, but it's always good. I've never seen a bad episode of Rampage. There's always, you know, there's always good stuff on there. I just feel like AEW is just putting out a consistently better product. Mm-hmm. I feel like WWE is just resting on their laurels as being the biggest company in the world, and you know right now the one of the longest standing companies you know with the most history so they're looking at it like because i mean you've got i don't know if the it i don't know if this nwa falls in the same lineage it
0: never ceased to exist it's so it's always been around um it just it went it was kind of like um the aral sea i think is the name of it over in the former soviet union this Mm -hmm. sea that used to be just massive Mm -hmm. and now it's like just a little small lake okay you know that's what it you know so it never completely disappeared um so now like technically, <laughs>
1: right? So like technically, the NWA is still the longest standing, yes. professional wrestling organization. But as far as what WWE would view as their competition, they are the longest standing pro wrestling company because they don't view New Japan as competition. New Japan doesn't view anybody as competition because they're just they're so different. separate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and they're so separate,
0: being so isolated in in Japan. Yeah. I mean.
1: Right, but it's like just because you're this huge corporate machine does not mean that you're infallible, that you don't make mistakes, that you can't improve. But, you know, powers that be in WWE feel like we're still the number one one game in town, and they're absolutely not. I mean, Roderick Strong wants out of his contract. Roderick Strong is still... You know, he's the last remaining member of the Undisputed Era right. that are that is still in NXT and he's asked for his, he's requested his release at least three times in the last several months but has been denied every time because they say they have, he fits into their plans going forward and it's like no, he doesn't. You just don't want to let him go because you know where he's going. Yeah. Because and, uh... Three out of the four members of the Undisputed Era are on television every Wednesday. You know where he's going if you release him. So they're just not going to. Uh,
0: um, they're. Uh, do they think they're too big to fail? Because absolutely,
1: absolutely, they think they're too big to fail. And yeah. every time a company thinks that they're too mm. big to fail, they always do.
0: Back in nineteen ninety-seven, ninety-eight. WCW Nitro was the number one rated show on all cable television. Not number one wrestling show, number one rated show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And three years later, they were bought by Vince McMahon for like $6 million. Yeah. Like that. I don't remember for, the exact cost, but...
1: Yeah, for like basically pennies on the dollar of what that company used to be worth. I mean, they lost $80 million in a year.
0: Yeah. So, you know, they thought they were too big to fail. I and mean, mm-hmm. And to show you how big of an influence that they had at the time, uh, I heard—I uh, think it was on Bishop's podcast, one of the other podcasts—but it mentioned that you still see NWO shirts in the, the crowd. Oh yeah, all the time. Oh yeah, I've got—I've got a Wolfpack shirt in my closet. Right. You know, and they're still selling them. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. Kevin Nash and and now I think probably Scott Hall's estate. You know, his mm-hmm. family. Are still making money off of those shirts. Yep. Hogan's not. Hogan wasn't part of the deal, and he found out about it later on. And he's like, "Well, dang it, brother!"
1: <laughs> oh, because because Hall and Nash were they excellent were the businessmen, of- and yes. they knew better than to let Hogan in on that deal because Hogan would have figured out a way to cut them out of it. So,
0: <laughs> um, one of the things I heard, I do not remember who it was, but they were saying that when this is in WCW during um, during time of, you know, the NWO mm-hmm. that they saw one of their um, action figures, like in a Walmart or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere. And they said that somebody went and they rung it up and it came up as Hulk Hogan. Oh, so yeah. So that may have been how Hogan looked like he had, Uh uh-huh you know so many sales when i uh, when he actually did not yeah and of course all the things we are learning about hogan and i don't want to go down that rabbit hole but all the things we're learning about hogan uh he he was seems like he just was not a good person i don't want to i don't want to throw judgment you know but it seems like a lot of actions that we're hearing about were oh yeah and that and that goes beyond you know the video (laughs) Yeah, the, vi- the video was bad enough. I mean, that was yeah. right there. You know, I mean, just
1: just his behavior in wrestling alone. Yeah. just you know, undercutting guys and you know, I mean, to me, bringing in his non-talented friends to take spots from people that deserve those spots, especially when he was like him and Bischoff were in charge of TNA. I mean, they brought in the Nasty Boys, and it was like they were way beyond they, their peak by that point. Nasty Boys weren't good when they were in their prime. That I mean they were just—I was never a fan of the Nasty I, Boys.
0: I would have never put the titles on them. They were that—that that, they were always going to be kind of like that heel team. If if you'd have made them a face team, they'd have been like the fun face team. Yeah, I would—I wouldn't have put the titles on them though.
1: No, and then WCW put their tag titles on them. WWE put their tag titles on them, and it's like these guys are not these are not tag team champions championship material these are uh, the guys these are the guys that get beat in line to getting to the tag team champions not making yes. them the tag team champions they're the stepping stone to the tag team champions
0: yes these are the mod squad mm-hmm. uh who are some of the other teams these are the Thunderfoots. um
1: yeah yeah
0: these I'll, are, I'll find out some more names
1: yeah i mean i hate to say it they they were the bushwhackers I mean the bushwhackers, that's what the bushwhackers yes. were.
0: Not and the sheep herders. I
1: say the yeah, I say the bushwhackers, not the sheep herders. Sheep herders. They were awesome. Sheep herders were deadly. I mean yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sheep herders had titles and you were you were gonna have to fight to get them away. Yeah, you were gonna have to kill them to take the titles. Yeah. The bushwhackers just went out looking kids' faces.
1: Yeah, and
0: but you know what? <laughs> and you know, and they're laughing and, and like but, all but the I dollars they all the
1: Oh yeah. They made. They they
0: got paid. They're like, you know what?
1: Yeah, they made. I'm not getting cut up
0: in bar bar matches this way.
1: Yeah, but that was another thing though. They'd already cemented their legacy before they came to WWE. So they were there. They made their money. Made a bunch of kids happy. So, you know.
0: And they didn't have. They didn't have the quarterly personnel turnover.
1: Yep. Props to them. But it's like you've got people wanting to leave your company. You're releasing people. At a ninety-day clip, it's like. But then you still want to go on record and say. You, your company, your wrestlers still want to say that AEW is not competition, but yet you're not. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to release certain people because you know that's where they're going. Mm-hmm. They didn't release. They didn't release Mustafa Ali. They knew where he was going.
0: And they brought him back. I just I saw that. And they,
1: yep, and they yeah. brought him back last week. Uh, I feel like he's going to be in a U.S. title program with Theory. Okay,
0: uh, I, I wouldn't mind then, seeing that honestly.
1: I think it'd be good. Yeah, theory, Theory's got potential. I don't yeah. have a problem with them putting a the U.S. title on him and pushing him. Uh, because again, you have to build new stars. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know, I feel like this is an example of them for now making the attempt. It's just I fear that if he doesn't get over the way they think he should get over. That they'll just get tired of it in a few months and move on to something else. Because, I mean, they like putting, putting him with Vince McMahon is not a good, is not a good plan for his <sighs> long term career. Yeah. Because they, he did that with Drew McIntyre and he ended up in three man band.
0: Yep. And then with, they ended
1: up getting released.
0: Uh, Jennifer Hall and who was? Heath Slater. Heath Slater. Okay.
1: Yep. Who is? Heath Slater's an impact now. He's teaming with Rhino.
0: I'll about Rhino being an impact as well. Yep. Oh, uh,
1: and the Briscoes are there too.
0: So what happens And they need to look at this? And obviously you don't know the answer. Cause you know, I don't know the answer. What happens in three months when they turn these people out? Okay. That sounded bad when they have their turnover and they, you know, they release some people and they don't have the backfill.
1: Exactly. That's the because thing. It's like
0: it's, eventually it's going to people are going to go. I don't want to go there. Yeah. Oh, uh, and it, did you see what happened with the Oakland A's recently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had what, like uh, 2,000 people show up for a game in a stadium yeah. that holds like what, 30,000, 40,000? Yeah. They had 2,000 people show up.
1: Well, remember um, WCW had a Madison Square Garden show a few months back. And oh, this was w- after you talk about WWE. Ca- WWE, yes. yeah. And they yes. had that Madison, Guard- Madison Square Garden show and like two-thirds of the arena was tarped off yep. because they didn't, they didn't. And that used to be a guaranteed sellout yeah. for WWE. I mean, throughout history, if they didn't sell out anything else, as soon as tickets went on sale for the Garden, people bought them before they knew what the card was. Yeah. Because it was WWE at Madison Square Garden. But now, I mean, their reputation is preceding them, and people are realizing there's other places, there's other wrestling to watch. We don't have to settle for what they're giving us.
0: Right. And people aren't, they're not, they're starting to go, Mm -hmm. you know what? Why am I going to pay $25, $50 more than that? A ticket. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to go watch garbage. Why am I going to go pay a ticket to watch the exact same thing I'm going to see on. TV, which is already garbage, and I'm hoping that
1: they're. I'm hoping they're going to make SummerSlam a big deal because I did get tickets to SummerSlam, so I will be there this year. Uh, it'll be my first ever pay per view. Um, I know I sound kind of contradictory because I'm, you know, critique heavily critiquing WWE. I don't dislike WWE. I grew up on the NWA and WWE. I've watched mm-hmm. WWE. Since the early '80s, I'm just not a fan of how they're doing their product. Their product is just, as far as their weekly television product, they're just coasting. Yeah, there's,
0: they're sta- they're stagnant right now.
1: Yeah, there's hardly anything interesting. Pay-per-views are a little better sometimes. Sometimes, I think if they, I think if they cut out some of these B shows and concentrated more on the bigger shows. That the pay-per-views would be better. I'm hoping Summerslam is going to be a good show. I think the experience is going to be great, mm-hmm. but I I don't know. You know, as far as the matches goes, hopefully they have some good stuff. I want pictures. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm taking oh, speak, all kinds of.
0: Speaking of pictures, do you have that picture? I do. I gotta figure What did I do with it? What I do with it? Uh, hold on just a second. All right, I'll be right back. I'll, I'll entertain the people. So, anyway, while I was looking for the picture, what we're trying to say is WWE needs to improve their business model, because it looks like it's kind of set up for failure right now. Okay, I was, I was telling all the bad things people said about you. Oh, yeah, yeah, all the, <laughs> all the time. All the time.
1: I want to say thank you to Buff Bagwell. Got my autographed picture from Buff. Mm-hmm. Gotta get gotta get that a frame. Gotta get it framed so I can hang yep. it on my wall.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you for putting it back in that envelope too. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, to kind I'm of keep, keep it from. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm keeping it in here until I get a frame for it. Appreciate you sending me that, Steve.
0: Oh yeah, you know, i um, you know, sorry it took me so long because that was oh no, got it right as all the 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 long ridiculous hours kicked off at work. I mean, I wasn't yeah. <laughs> because when I was like. I got to go mail this, you know, so I just took <laughs> it with me to work and there and there's actually a FedEx place right there by my office. Oh, okay. So, uh, and I did it after work one day uh, when I, when I sent it. So, uh, and the girl, she was not a wrestling fan. Like, uh, how do you live? I mean, <laughs> I mean, your life is just so empty. I, I know. <laughs> so, it's like, how, do you, how uh, are you
1: not a wrestling fan?
0: You know, I mean, but speaking of pay-per-views, uh WWE WrestleMania backlash
1: it's just backlash i can't do that uh, i can't i can't do the
0: wrestlemania I can, yeah backlash is this saturday <laughs> or this sunday to show you what how uninterested we are we're not even going to do a preview
1: no because uh, you let me look up the card real quick because i believe most of this card is just rematches from wrestlemania
0: which they already did the, the they uh, the rematch from WrestleMania they normally do on the raw right after WrestleMania and I know they've done some of them, but why have a rematch for a rematch? Yeah. You know, have your take your angles, take your programs with, with somebody and have them stretch out over a couple of months, you know, a few months instead of this, you know, month to month to month, mm-hmm. month to month to month. We and, got Cody
1: Rhodes versus Seth Rollins, WrestleMania rematch. Yep. Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yep. Wrestle, WrestleMania rematch. The only wrinkle is it's not a quit match.
0: Which uh, should have been that. That Well, okay. Okay, now I do get it. Not having the I quit match first. Yeah. Getting up to us. So that part, actually, they did. Yeah. They, they did okay. I mean.
1: But my thing is, they should have just gave the belt to Ronda at WrestleMania and so Charlotte could go away.
0: Yeah, that but could be it just, too. <laughs> that's just me. I
1: mean. Uh, you got Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Just had that at WrestleMania. Mm. You've got AJ Styles versus Edge. Just had that at WrestleMania. Um, Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss. Nobody cares. And they were originally going to have the unification of the tag titles. RK-Bro versus the Usos. And then with no explanation, they changed it. And now it's going to be a six-man tag. It's going to be the main event. It's going to be the Bloodline versus RK-Bro and Drew McIntyre. So we're not going to have a world title match at the pay-per-view? No. No world title match at the pay-per-view. We what? just unified two world titles, but now we get no no world title match at the so pay-per-view. No
0: intercontinental <laughs> title. Who, who's the intercontinental champion right now? I don't even know anymore. R- ricochet. Oh, that's right, dude. It's Ricochet. That's right, because I was talking about him getting a good push. Mm-hmm. Finally. Um, the man The man sells, sells better than anybody else. Oh, yeah. Because when he lands, he's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, like, he's dead. <laughs> I'm like, Oh cuz some of the pokemon here right <laughs> so, uh, no US title match
1: yep no, um, Well, there are no, there
0: is one women's title match
1: yeah no as of right now no raw no raw women's title match because that was originally going to be at backlash between uh, Bianca Belair and Sonya Deville they ended up having that match this past week on raw so I don't know what they're going to do there. The women's tag team titles are going to be defended on SmackDown I think, think this week. If not this week, I think it's this coming Friday that they're going to do that. And it's like why are your titles not being defended on your pay-per-views?
0: And you have too many titles to begin with. So you mm-hmm. need to... Well, The women's tag team titles, they keep these roster cuts because if you notice, I mean... The women's roster, they can't really afford too many cuts because it's thing. bigger than what it used to be, but it's still yeah. it's hard to maintain a tag team. Um, with the well, what they tag team championship
1: what they should have done was just kept them like they were originally when it started. When be- when Bailey and Sasha won them, they were defended across all three brands, including NXT.
0: Okay,
1: then they decided, Oh, we're going to create NXT women's tag team champions. You know, so that way it's separate from that way we've got our developmental tag team <laughs> champions. I get, I guess, but then we keep cutting the women's roster in NXT, so. uh well, I think I think there should be one world champion, one set of tag ta- champions, one women's champion, and if and keep the women's tag team champion and have the t- women's tag team champion back and forth across all brands. All brands. Yeah. yeah. That's a true you, champion. Yeah. You can keep your you can keep your secondary titles. You can keep the Intercontinental and the United States title. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But all these extra titles, there's way too many for the way that they're just running through their roster releasing people. Just makes no sense.
0: Uh, next thing that Mr. Man is wrestling again. And Stone Cold's wrestling again. And they bring back Johnny Knoxville and they bring back. I wouldn't mind seeing Bad Bunny again because he was actually pretty good. Well, yeah, he put in the work and he
1: respected, you know, he yep. respects wrestling. So uh,
0: I was impressed by Logan Paul. I mean, I'll have to, I hate to admit that, but I mean, he actually did a lot better than what he should have been.
1: Yeah, that's like acid coming out of my mouth. But yeah, I, know, I but, do. Yeah, but, you know, but I have, but I have to be real. So yeah. Yeah.
0: I, he, he didn't, I mean, he worked. I mean, you could tell he actually, yeah. he didn't want to go out there and phone it in. I mean, he actually wanted to, I think because he knew everybody was like, why are you in a match? Okay, yeah. so he did a good match. I still, I, I still thought, well, that match, no, the, the Johnny Knoxville match was definitely a waste of time, especially how they had everybody interfere and they just buried Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Even though Sammy Zayn said he actually had one of the best matches of his career. You know? Yeah, and, and
1: he, he said he had a ball and good for him, but it was there were, for me, there was no entertainment in that match, there right? No yeah.
0: Especially with all the people on the roster. By the way, you have all these people who, who well, not a, it wasn't a lot of people who weren't on the WrestleMania card, and now you're still cutting people, but anyway, yeah. Oh, so I was telling you before uh, we start recording this Thursday, I won't be able to record. Mm-hmm. Yep, and yeah, you know, because it's my daughter's birthday. And she informed me yesterday, Dad, we're going to go watch Doctor Strange. I knew we were going to go watch Doctor Strange. I didn't think about her her birthday being on a Thursday. Ah, <laughs> uh, but it's her. She's going to be twenty, so she'll no longer be a teenager, which yeah. makes me feel weird. I'm I'm going to have a, an adult for a kid. Mm-hmm. And also, Thursday marks the twentieth anniversary of the WW.
1: E. It does. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh didn't know that she was born on that day until like actually a couple <laughs> years ago when I was like, hey, you know, so she's never known a world with the WWF. No, uh,
1: that's sad.
0: Yeah, because I mean I'm I'm pretty sure they say it happened that morning. It was on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Happened, you know, they made that change like that morning, probably at midnight, and then she probably. was born, you know, later on in the evening. Yep. And she was almost six weeks early, so. Oh, uh, but yeah. So I'm going to go watch Doctor Strange an hour, and she knows I'm going to be asking her questions during the movie, so I'm pretty sure she's going to tell me to shut up at least once.
1: Well, like we always say, family comes first. So yep. you know, celebrate your daughter's birthday, enjoy the movie, let me know how it is because I'm act—I really want to see this one.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. Like I'm so confused, <laughs> 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 but oh. Uh, But Wednesday, in which the episode will... Oh, I'll try to drop it Wednesday night, maybe Thursday morning. It's not an episode of this podcast. It's an episode of the new podcast I just started called the Cubicle Chat Podcast. And Dwayne is going to be my guest on that. Yep. And we're going to be discussing overrated and underrated. Probably It'll probably be mostly overrated bands who we think are overrated and why. Mm. You know, so I got a list. And you know what shirt I'm going to be wearing? <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I know, yeah, <laughs> so uh, but yeah, definitely tune into that one. You know, that one, I, I don't want to say it's a work in progress, but I mean, it is just starting out, and so I'm trying to, you know, definitely get it going. But I mean, I think it's heading on kind of the right path now. I yep. got you scheduled me on there. I got our friend Alan, I talked to him about being, you know, coming on there. I uh, talked to some other people about coming on there, and I think I'm just trying to, trying to build it up, you know, and then between this show here our you know our show here that show and you're big and fat on youtube we're mm-hmm. just going to have the social media empire oh yeah we're we're trying yeah so but until we can meet again on wednesday not going to meet on thursday and this just, just a busy busy week and mm, for yeah. us so uh and for all those who have not started subscribing to the cubicle chat you know since we're not going to talk to next monday call your mom sunday sunday's mother's day call, <laughs> call your mom So, but until then, God bless. God bless.